Hello and welcome to the Irish Fire Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Halton. I'm an entrepreneur, investor, and financial independence enthusiast, sharing my financial freedom journey. Stay tuned and welcome aboard. It's been an interesting couple of weeks with the coronavirus making absolute mayhem on the markets. Obviously, I wish everybody a safe couple of weeks, particularly with many of us now in lockdown. But at the same time, this particular incident has presented some unique opportunities. And I know I might be the odd one out saying this, but beside the obvious catastrophe of this happening, sometimes the chaos for me, I find quite interesting. And if we go way back to episode eight or nine, I talked about how I was kind of missing the recession. For me, this presents us so many great opportunities. So I actually said to my wife this morning, do you want to go on daft and start looking for houses? Right, we'd given up on the notion of buying a new house because frankly, we just saw prices as being overvalued. But now, Potentially, we see the next 12 to 24 months as a buying opportunity, which is fantastic. In relation to the share market, I've actually added some additional payments to my pension because as far as I'm concerned, it's a 20% discount, right? So I've often talked about this in the past that we invest for the long term. And when something like this happens, which by the way, will more than likely be a short term thing. And when I say short term, I mean, it shouldn't have an impact on us in five years time then we should be presenting this and taking the opportunity to buy while the prices are good. Now, I certainly do not think we should be throwing lump payments in there necessarily, but certainly cost averaging in makes sense. And what I mean by that is, let's say you've got 5,000 euros, well, maybe invest 1,000 euros this week, and if the price goes down again, put another 1,000 in and just keep doing that while the prices go down. Maybe hold some of that back until prices go up again or start at least improving all the trend changes. But just be smart about how you go about this stuff. This is an opportunity. Now, on to today's episode. This is something I hadn't given a huge amount of thought to up until now. And it's a question that I've had in the past that I haven't always been able to give a good answer to until today. And that question is, how are you able to work so little hours? So I'll actually give an update on that first as well. I've actually officially cut down to now only working four hours per week, but I work three hours per day. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I typically work just the morning time, three hours per day. And I recently made the decision to actually start taking Fridays off, partly because often Fridays are a quiet day anyway. And I figured nobody would really notice if I was working on a Friday or not. So the question, yeah, the question comes up, how, how do I do that? And it's not because I'm living off my investments. I'm not yet living off my investments, right? So as you guys know, late last year, I made the decision to cut down to the small amount of hours to stop really contributing to my investment portfolio so much. I am still contributing a thousand euros a month to my pension, but that's all I'm doing. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm on minimal hours and it's allowed me to do things such as do some hockey coaching, launch more hockey clubs, start the new Forestry Crowd business, and just do all sorts of other side hustles and just spend more time with my family. And when I really reflected on this, I realized that I had been able to do this because I had found an edge in the market. 
All right. And so that's why this topic is what's your edge? Because what I've noticed is that people who are on their financial independence journey typically have found some sort of edge. It might be the guy who has found a nice cushy job that he can easily do and he gets to work from home a couple of days a week and at the same time he's got energy left to do other stuff. Or it might be the salesperson who has managed to find a great way to sell the product and get great commission, right? So I've met car salespeople who do that. Uh, other people at the Limerick FI meetup group who I know get paid on commission. So they've managed to find an edge that way. And so in my case, I've always been extremely efficient when it came to programming. And I didn't really know what to do with it for many years. I knew that I was fast. I knew that I could deliver stuff really quickly and, and much faster than your average programmer. But I was never really able to find a way to make money from it until I did. Right. And that was me moving away from selling my time and start charging on a per feature or per task basis, if you like. And since I've done that, I've been able to bill a good day's work within three hours. That's been my trick. The client's happy. They actually don't care how long it takes as long as it's done and it works and it's within market rate, so to speak. If anything, I'm actually charging under market rates for what I'm delivering. So the client's actually happier. And that's been my ability to find an edge. And so I think the point I'm trying to make here is, do you have an edge or can you work towards an edge or can you find a way that you can take your current situation, whether it be your career or your side hustle, or if you're self-employed, your business and find some sort of unique edge in there to give yourself some sort of competitive advantage. Because for me, finding my edge was really the start or at least the second step towards financial independence. My first step was getting control of my expenses. But once I did that, I then started working. How can I increase my income? How can I double my income potentially? Right. So this is way back 2017 when I started looking at ways to increase my income. And as I said to date, I hadn't really been able to give a proper answer of how I'd been able to do that until I worked out that it was all about securing and finding an edge. Hopefully you will be able to reflect on your own self and determine where you can possibly find an edge. One last thought on today's episode. I often think back to 2008 and I think, wow, what an opportunity that I missed. And I always wondered why didn't more people take the opportunity that was there? We know that the share market bottomed out around mid-2009, yet so many of us, myself included, missed one of the greatest or the greatest bull run of all time. And it wasn't until recently with the virus fears that I realized why. Now, I would typically get between five to 10 emails overnight. So I would literally wake up every day and there would be work for me waiting. And I started to notice last week that my inbox went from five to 10 emails a day down to one, maybe two. So in the case of a few days, I went from full steam having too much work to having potentially too little. And even though I have the cash there, I was suddenly fearful to purchase more shares because I didn't know if work was going to keep coming in. I was suddenly concerned that, hey, maybe I needed to hold cash right now because I don't know what work is going to bring for the next few months. And this is kind of the thing that we didn't always, or at least I didn't always think about when it came to thinking about being aggressive and buying during a recession. But I want you, and I had to encourage myself to do this as well, don't be fearful of it. 
do the opposite. We know that if we do the opposite, we're doing the right thing. If everybody is buying, we should be selling, or at least not buying some more. So we need to realize that when it comes to that fear, that let that fear be for the masses. And for us, we need to be the ones who take the opportunity, because we will, we will be grateful for it in years to come. These things do pass. They always have, and they always, always will. And it is up to us to have the courage to do things today that we can be grateful for in the future. As always, if you have any feedback on this episode, reach out to me at michael at Otherwise, I look forward to catching you on the next episode. If you're a big fan of the show, why not become an Irish Fire Podcast member for free? Members receive access to inside information that isn't shared on the podcast, as well as regular updates such as a monthly newsletter. To become a member, visit www.firepodcast.ie.